0: Hello everybody, I bet this is a bit of a surprise to uh, see a new episode pop up on your podcast list. Um, So it's Dawn here from our small holding life warts and all and uh, I'm here with an update. Um, One of the reasons I didn't carry on doing it weekly is because I felt there wasn't really enough to say all the time uh, because we're kind of in the process of changing from one thing to another, and you would think that that would there would be an awful lot to say, but actually, um, progress was slow. Really, um, with the flower farming side of things, you have to wait for everything to grow. And although I could do updates of what I am sowing this week and how I am, that's really I wasn't going to do that. That's not me. Um, so I don't want to tell you the good bits. <laughs> Well, and the warty bits, obviously. Um, The warty bits are... We're still having trouble with the fox. Um, We are losing a lot of birds during the day again because it's obviously that time of year where last year's um, cubs are now kicked out and this year's uh, mothers are feeding cubs and so everybody's looking for a quick snack. The other night we caught a fox um, actually in the hen house. John went to lock up about nine o'clock and... um, when he opened the door, inside the hen house was a fox. Now, the hens weren't in there, they were all out still roaming everywhere. And he was trying to, obviously, what he does is he goes along and he calls them all in. And on the whole, they mostly come in. Well, of course, I'm going to go in there that night because there's a very large dog fox in there. <laughs> um, uh, my son in law was here at the time, so he did take a bit of video footage of it. It was quite hilarious to see John running around like a headless chicken. Um, and they he let the fox go because uh, we don't have any means of uh, doing anything else with it. So we had to let it go. Um, but consequently, none of the chickens would go in there that night at all. So we had to just keep our fingers crossed and hope they were still all there the next morning. Most of them. We have, as I said, we've lost quite a few. So... We are and or the other thing is that (laughs) the supply chain for hatching and um, point of lay hens is somewhere along the line broken down. And it appears to be very difficult to get point of lay hens anywhere in the country until September. So uh, but we kind of decided that we're not really bothered because we've done fighting that battle. Um, So we've got what we've got. The eggs are what we've got. When they're not there, they're not there. Um, And we're not gonna worry about it anymore because we've done that for so many years that it stressed us right out. Um, So when we do eventually um, end up with no chickens, it's funny, the ducks never get touched. The ducks never get taken. (laughs) Um, When we end up with no chickens, uh, and if we can get some more, we would probably just get a few for us. and we're done then selling eggs because it, the battle is long and multifaceted, especially this year with the cost of everything going up. And I know people do. They say, "Well, oh, please don't stop selling We do love your eggs. And I know you do, but we don't love the constant battle of trying to keep those hens alive and free range, you know? So we are... Um, coming to the end of that particular run, as well, which is fine because the flowers are doing really well, as I always said, and oh, this episode I am just going to talk by the way, I'm not going to put any interludes in here, so um I said when I started I was just going to tentatively dip my toe in and and i was and i'm what I'm trying to do is just grow it organically. At, And I mean by that, I mean a little bit extra, a little bit more at a time, all the time. When I think that I can cope with it and sell it, Uh, so that's what I'm doing. Um, But it is going really well. I mean, considering I'm now I've completed one one year, so I'm I'm a couple of months into my second year. Um, I've now I've got uh inquirers coming in for funeral flowers i've got inquirers coming in for um small wedding flowers i don't mean small flowers but i mean small weddings Uh, by that i mean like a posy a few buttonholes and some table flowers which is more than manageable um i've got uh we've i've been doing the workshops which are really great john um we took out a centre wall of two of the stables that were joined together, uh, relined it all, and I've got the most amazing workshop. Um, and it is, you know, I've already held one work, two workshops, actually, two handheld hand tied bouquet workshops in there. Um, and I've got lots more lined up. So it, that it, it is really... And I don't want to go full steam ahead because that's never that's not how I work anyway, but it's never how I wanted it to go. Um So yeah, things are growing slowly and surely. And I think that to me, that is for for me then particularly, that is how things should be. Um, Because I don't want to bowl headlong into it and then have all the stress of thinking I've invested this huge amount of money into things and I'm not getting my returns for it. So the way I've done it, and I've said before, I'm lucky in that aspect. You know, John is still working full time, even though he's supposed to have semi-retired. He's still working full time. He's still earning a full-time wage. Um, and we don't have a mortgage. You know, our bills are minimal. So I, I know that I am lucky in that respect that I don't have to, uh, go for full, full at it. But um, I think also because of that, it. it it is a a relaxed approach to it and um because of that it is slowly rolling in and slowly growing and you know people are spreading the word and somebody says to you know I had somebody the other day oh somebody said to me that you you know and uh, and she came and got um a memorial wreath that she was then taking up to Derbyshire to put on her dad's grave for his anniversary and things like that so it's um it, we're getting there and it, and it's you know I do love it and and also the other thing I suppose is as well I'm growing in my comp, the confidence in myself to be able to say when people say to me uh do you do this I'm like yes yes I can do that which is great because um I feel now that yes I can I can I can do that I also because I've done one whole year and a bit I also Somebody says to me, oh, I've got a wedding in November. I don't suppose I have many ve- uh, flowers available. Well, I stop. I look through all my backlog of photographs and I look and see it and I say, yes, I do. Actually, this is what I was picking this time last year. Can't guarantee they'll be exactly the same, but I am cutting flowers in November. So I will be able to do a wedding for you. So it's, um, you know, it's great. And who knows, you know, how much more it will go. And as I said, I have, um, you know planted even more this year and I'm trying to to work uh smarter not harder so I've got a lot of perennials in and just a few annuals I think I had quite a lot of annuals last year and also I had to do all the put all the new beds and that in last year well I put all those in and I'm actually going to change the layout of those um come autumn because it, it didn't work but then you you have to do these things to know these things you're never going to find these things out unless you do them so i I just need to change the layout of those um i also getting to know what flowers i like and what flowers are really good workhorses as well you know what are really good that come and time and time again the cut and come again um what i like what i don't like there's quite a lot that i planted last year annual wise which i didn't plant this year because i didn't like them um and there are still things that I see uh, online and I think, oh, I'd quite like one of those. So I've still there are still flowers out there that I have yet to get, but I will get there. Um, so, yeah, it's going great, I think, for me. Uh, the unfortunate thing this year is <laughs> I haven't been very well again. Um, that seems to be a constant at the minute. Um, I think I have put out podcasts since last uh, November and since last November, I've just had one thing after another after another. Um, this time, I have had uh, so it started off with my well, I had an I had a really bad cough before Christmas, I think, and then another really bad one after Christmas, and then this started next lot started with my eyes. So my I thought because all the kids had had con- conjunctivitis and things like that, I thought that's maybe what I'd got. It didn't get better, so I went to the pharmacist and she said, oh, just keep wiping it with warm tissue, warm cotton wool water. Um, I wasn't particularly happy with that advice, so I rang my doctor. She sent me to the optician. They sent me up to the emergency eye hospital. And turned out I had something called anterior scleritis, which apparently is linked to the lupus. It's inflammation in the eye, somewhere in the eyeball. Anyway, I had, so I had what looked like conjunctivitis, but it was anterior scleritis. So then I was on six weeks of steroids for that, um, and dilating drops too. And then, um, I volunteered to be part of a research programme. So I was also on antibiotics in the drop. With that came, um, put the drops in and then I, trying to squeeze the bottle one day and I my hand went into a huge cramp, which I struggled to get it back out of. Didn't think much of it until five days later. I broke out in shingles on the back of my right shoulder, down my right arm, mostly down my right forearm and uh, all over the palm of my right hand, which as you can imagine for somebody who's right-handed, Uh, rendered me totally incapable for weeks (laughs) I could you not it was uh, most excruciating pain even now this is seven weeks on at least and I'm I still have pain I still have a a time of the day where my arm is jangling so much and the 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 two smaller fingers on my hand that I just have to take time out and sit down because I cannot uh do any more Honestly, you you couldn't write it. It's been a journey. Um, It was right over the time of seed sowing and planting. So, all of the plans I had um, went out of the window. I couldn't even pull the rhubarb. Um, I couldn't, I literally couldn't do anything. The girls, I came back off holiday. The girls came over, emptied the suitcases, did all the washing, did all the housework. John did all the cooking. He's still doing the cooking. Um, he's still doing the washing up because I can't do extremes of temperature. Um, it's been it's been a, a nightmare really because I, not really one for some relying on other people to do stuff. But I have had to, so I did not have any choice. I could not do it myself, and so. Other people had to do it for me. It's as simple as that. All the while um, that I was sort of incapacitated, I obviously had flower orders coming in, so I was determined to keep that going. I'd made such a good start at the beginning of the year to have some continuity in the flowers that were available. I wasn't about to um, sort of give in and... (laughs) so uh with the help of the girls um I managed to get flowers out to people I had to, um, a big funeral wreath a sheaf actually to do which um Charlotte came over and helped with uh luckily I did think oh I'll be able to do that but I just I couldn't she had to help me do that uh yeah so and I had to get the girls to come over and help with bouquets and things like that so um that's brilliant that Uh, you know, they were able to do that for me because uh, I really did not want to have a break in uh, what I built up, basically, because, um, you know, all that work would have been for nothing. Um, So, yeah, I've had plenty of help, which I am eternally grateful for. Uh, Now on the, the, you know, on the right side of good. So we're getting there, um, almost there. What else has happened? Oh, well, we have celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary just last weekend. And we, uh, it's been John's 60th birthday too. We had a, uh, like a family barbecue for that. And the girls said at the beginning of the year, what are you going to do to celebrate? And I said, well, nothing really, you know, we're not, we're going to go, we booked a nice holiday at the end of the year. At one point, John looked at, um, getting a new car because we, uh, our car had to go back for a recall. I mean, our car is quite old, but John loves it. Um, and it had to go back for a recall and they gave him a brand new one to drive around for in the day, for the day. And, um, he's like, oh, should we get a new one? And, uh, for a while we were really tempted and then we thought, sure, yeah, what's the point? You know, ours gets from A to be nice. It goes, has a service, goes through the MOT. Um, so, there's no point spending the money just because we want or we like a new car it's there is no point we don't actually use our car massively much so um yeah there's no point in that so i said to the girls we're not really going to do a lot um and then on so they said okay that's fine well on the day of your the day before your anniversary book the afternoon out on the calendar and we'll take you out okay that's fine that's lovely thank you very much so we um the day came and we did all our usual bits and you know got ready for Charlotte to pick us up and uh took us out to a surprise party (laughs) (laughs) oh dear and it really was a surprise I've had they've done surprise parties for us before or for me and usually I catch wind of something that's a foot if you know what I mean um I said to a friend once that you know you don't raise three teenage daughters without knowing something is going on well apparently I've lost my touch now because I had no idea that this party had been arranged and um it was a wonderful surprise with uh, lots of family and old, friends old and new there um Yes, it was really lovely and really lovely of them to do it for us, although it was absolutely sweltering um, that day. But it was, uh, <laughs> it was such a nice, a nice surprise, really, and it really was a surprise. Um, so, yes, we celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary and how that happened, I don't know. Where the years have gone, I have no idea, uh, but they have, you know, romped by in a way I suppose in, in a way you look back and you think oh yeah but you know when you think of it here and now today where did the years go don't know um what else have I been doing I've also done an online course um an online workshop uh with Bex Partridge actually for dried flowers which has absolutely been brilliant um I had I did all the dried flowers for Samantha's wedding Having done this course, I would have gone back and do them differently now I've done this course, um, and I'm really looking forward to drying lots of things, which I've already started cutting for drying, um, and making lots of dried flower things for uh, the winter, really, coming up to winter. I've already been asked to go back and do um, a tabletop for a coffee mo- local coffee morning at the local um, school hall, so that's nice. Uh, i just need to make some things to sell <laughs> but yeah I, I really i love the um the dried flower side of it as well and it sort of um gives you longer a longer season um because just over kind of december january february you know flower and foliage is a bit tight um and so it gives you something extra to be able to offer then if you like I know I can't do fresh flowers right at this minute but I do have dried if you like those um so it's great to have that extra um string to my bow if you like and I do love it actually I I really enjoy doing the dried flowers so it's that's a bonus uh we built John built the workshop which we've been using I've also um have a know a chap who actually he Started off the contact first came when he was looking for um basically it was XREF and he'd done a heavy horse logging uh retraining course and bought himself a heavy horse. And so he was looking for people to join up with um to sort of further his skills, if you like, and he got in touch with me and asked me and i run the uh, our sort of county smallholders course uh, facebook page so i went on there and asked and was able to join him up with somebody and so that's great and he's doing i mean that's a couple of years ago now and he's sort of um horse logging for local estates and everything which is brilliant he also keeps bees and um we sell his honey here from the from the shed and he now is um, doing, wanting to do uh, a beekeeping workshop, introduction to beekeeping workshops and um, honey, uh, honey extraction workshops as well. So, um, yes, yeah, so it's all going on, really. We've got a lot going on here. So the workshop is uh, a lovely place to be working. Uh, the only downfall is... Um, we have approximately well we have 5.1 acres and i say to somebody the 0.1 is as important as if you are four and three quarters if you know what i mean i don't know it's just one of those human things Um, and approximately four acres of it is paddocks and um, roamable ground which the geese uh, you know roam on what they've decided to do out of that four acres is to sit right in front of my workshop door all day and poop. So you can imagine, not even, we've got a window to one side and a, a full-length window to the not even to either side, right in front of the door that I have to go through. So <laughs> I'm like, are you absolutely kidding me? <laughs> so now... I have to put a trolley in front of it now, or like a, you know, one of those like festival trolleys. I've had to park a trolley in front of it so they don't sit there and poop all day because then that in this weather just gathers flies and it's just like horrible. I'm like, why can't you go and sit somewhere else? It, you know, they never sat there before the door was there. So I don't know what the attraction is, apart from the fact that they may be able to see themselves in the reflection of the, the glass. And so there's like safety in numbers, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've no idea. If I I can't have the door open because they'll try and get in. <laughs> Honestly, never work with children and animals, they say. That it is like that is how it is even on the small holding. Um we let the the after the whole lockdown for the birds, we let everything free range. Obviously we're losing birds all the time. Sometimes we keep them if I know I'm not going to be here that the birds are kept in. Um but even when I'm here, we're losing birds. So and the ducks have been able to free range. And John says, oh, they're not laying very much. And I said, well, that's because they'll be laying elsewhere. No, no, I don't think they are. They always lay in the morning. So then they decided they would come through the gateway, which is a tiny little gap in the gateway, into my front garden, up on my raised beds, flatten down all my flowers with their big flat feet. And they've laid eggs. <laughs> I said to John, I found them the other day. I said to John, I told you they were laying elsewhere, but you wouldn't have it. Um, So now the ducks have been confined to their pen again. Uh, They've got a very big area, I would say. Um, You know, probably, I'm trying to think, you know, bigger than a double garage size for, uh, I think there's about 12 ducks left. So they've got a big enough area. Um, They just can't go out and free range at the minute because they just keep coming in and flattening down my flowers, which does not make me very happy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it's marvellous fun. Um, Yeah, so that is sort of where we're at at the minute. It's been hot and dry again. (laughs) I tried to get all of the um, water in, the soak hoses in place and... In the beds in the front, I think I've done a pretty good job. I bought brand new soak hose for that, enough length of it to coil it round and come back. And then I got the joiners and everything else. So they are pretty good. The ones um, to the side, I used all the old soak hose. Well, some of those have got like, you know, rather than it soaking into the ground, you've got little splits in it where it sprays out everywhere. And so they don't work um, as well and that's where the changing of those beds will come in because it they're in bit parts if you see what i mean i can't join up a loop of um uh, soak hose for that so that's that's gonna all need to be changed my same goes with the large polytunnel which i then dedicated to flowers this year and at the minute it's got zinnias growing in there chrysanthemums snapdragons um dahlias cosmos um it's got salvia cherry lips growing in there. I'm trying to think what else is in it. Lots of things growing in there. But they're all in beds that are not joined up. So they're all in small section beds with gaps in between, which doesn't work down each side. So that that I need to change all of that as well. I can't plant directly into the ground because it's on a massive clay seam. So it does have to be raised beds, but they're gonna have to be um, they're gonna have to join up really because I so that I can get the water in there. Uh, and that you know and it flows nicely because at the minute it's just not and I'm having to water one side unplug it water the other side which is crazy but there you go um I have got a few veg and that in um I've got some dwarf beans in I've got some broad beans in I've got tomatoes and cucumbers in and some onions but that at the minute is it oh I did buy some um purple spouting broccoli plants which uh because i love purple spouting broccoli come uh the early year early in the year when there's nothing else available i am picking strawberries i've picked a load of red currants the other day i've got black currants to pick and we'll have top fruit and things like that but we haven't got as much as i wanted um considering the the price of everything at the minute which um and that was just because i couldn't you know and nobody else you know John doesn't have the skills to um sow seeds and bring them on and plant them out, so it didn't get done, and everybody else is just very busy, so that you know um so it didn't get done. It was as much as I can do at the minute just to keep up with the weeding and things like that, but uh not to worry, I still got quite a lot in the um freezers from last year, so I am doing my best to um plow through all of that and use all of that up uh as I go so I'm not I'm not too worried this year I I, you know I will make a better aim for next year I think to to grow a lot more food because I feel uh, uh, in the beginning I thought oh well it doesn't really matter but actually when it starts to come to it it does it does matter it does you know when I go and pick out pick the strawberries and that and realize how much nicer they taste than the ones in the shops I'm gonna I'll see if I can get some late carrots in at some point because carrots are the thing that we'll miss. But I did grow a lot of peas into little, um, into seedlings and then um, I wasn't very well. And so they, you know, and, and we, I, I don't know if I said this, but we had the, the very hot weather at the beginning, hot and dry. And normally my greenhouse is in the shade of the walnut tree and the oak tree. Uh, as well as some other trees but the other trees come out earlier but the oak tree and the walnut tree just seemed to be delayed in coming out and normally they would cast dappled shade over my greenhouse while I didn't have any dappled shade and it was very very hot and so everything was just keeling over all the time in there so I just um I abandoned the greenhouse growing because it was just too hot for everything in there so which is crazy really but um you know, that, that's what happened and that's what I did. So, yeah, that's where, kind of where we're at at the minute at this time of year. I've got quite a lot. It's British Flower Week this week. Um, and I had intended to do something and um, make a big display to celebrate. Uh, in fact, when I came back off um, holiday, before I went on holiday, I thought, right, to celebrate the coronation, I'm going to make a big flower display for the coronation. Obviously, I got ill. Couldn't do that. British Flower Week. I thought, right, I will make a big display, and uh, for British Flower Week, I can't do that because I have got that many orders for this week and this weekend that I that I just don't have the spare flowers. Which is great on the one hand, but I still haven't got round to making this um, big installation that I really want to have a go at and photograph and put out there. One day, one day I will get there and do it. But uh, it's not happening at the minute. Um, yep, yeah, we've not had, we had a bit of rain this morning. Um, but we are seriously lacking in water, in rain. It's, um, and, it, and the temperatures have been whackingly high for the time of year i think it's the hottest june on we're heading for the hottest june on record since 1976 so that just goes to show you in 1976 was a heat wave year so just goes to show you the temperatures have cooled over the last couple of days a little bit but it it's been hot and dry relentlessly but it's what we've got to get used to and we've just got to um, work around that and um, one of the things that is working well, is the mulch. Mulch, 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 mulch everything because mulch is the thing that's um, helping to keep things going even when we're not having any rain. So Although I'm still having to water as well, obviously. But mulching is the key because at one point, there is one bed that I didn't get around to mulching and and you can see things just collapse quite quickly um, if you don't water them. Whereas the others are standing up nicely, still going. But, you know, so mulch, mulch everything, everything, just mulch it. (laughs) We're lucky and we get a, I got a a nice big free pile of wood chip come the other day from, I'm on uh, a website called Arb Talk and um, you can register your details as a tip site and they will, if they're working in your area, they will bring um, chipped wood, mulch, chipped wood um, to your Place and um, dump it there, and you can, you know, they will always ring you first and say, Can I come? And if not, if not, I like the, the first slide. I said, Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm not there at the minute, I can't come today. And then I had another phone call about a week later, and I said, Yep, I'm in today, bring it along. And it was all um, willow and poplar that they'd cut down for some reason, I don't know why, but uh, so it was all beautiful beautiful wood chip, I and mean, a lot of that we will use on the paths um initially but once we've had a pile that's sat there longer than a year then we will use that on the beds as well can't use it fresh on the beds because it'll rob the beds of nitrogen but um i think that's how it works but once it's um, been sat for a, a long time we will use it on the beds but most definitely on the paths to smother weeds um John said, you can see why they use, they invented weed killer, can't you? And I said, yeah, I can see why they invented weed killer, because it would make life an awful lot easier. However, I don't want to use it. And we have a plethora of wildlife here. And I was watching the other day, uh, the the baby blue tits and the baby, it was baby wrens as well, actually, all you know, happily picking green fly off of all the plants and I thought like, this is why we don't use any of this stuff because nature will do it for us if we allow them um the right conditions to do it so yeah well I think that's about it really for a catch-up now um you're up to date with what I'm doing going forward I've got more workshops booked planned I've got a few people booked on them I've, I've already got a wreath workshop booked um oh yeah I had a that was another thing I had a a phone call from Aberdeen the other day, would you believe? I mean, that's about as far away from us as you could ever get, almost. <laughs> and she found me in the Yellow Pages. And she wanted a bouquet of flowers delivered locally to me. Uh, and she found me in the Yellow Pages. Fabulous. Oh, that's fantastic. And it was, you know, exactly what she was looking for. Um, cottage garden, hand-gathered type bouquet of flowers um she was delighted so um yeah so yeah oh, i'm reaching out far these days <laughs> so yeah that's about it um i'll wrap up now and uh, thanks for listening and um i will be back probably at some point